It's a high fly ball and it's out of here. The BZ crew with another home run. Hey guys, it's Cobb from the BZ podcast. And I can't wait for you to check out this week's episode with our buddy Joe from Fans of Philly. Fans of Philly is the premier travel and tailgate company. These guys will take any of the four for four squad Flyers, Sixers, Eagles, and Phillies, taking you to all the away game destinations that you want to be at. Started back in 2008 when the Phillies won the World Series, Joe had been taking fans on bus trips to D.C. and all over the states. You're not going to want to miss this episode if you're a 4 for 4 fan. So lock and load and let's get it rolling. Hit it! Welcome to the Be Easy Podcast. Brought to you by your hosts, Colin Abby O'Brien and Brendan Schuff. So sit back, relax, and be easy. She's gone. There he is. There he is. Yo. What's up, guys? Yeah. What's going on, Joe? How are you? Famous Good. Joe. We were just, re- we were making Shuff reminisce about his um, days tailgating, and then we were spawning off how it's all different now and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it sucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, sh- I, I feel like I forget that like a large chunk of that time, you know, Shuff used to spend like back in the day and even, you know, not as much recently, but like preparing for Sundays and like the running around Shuff and like, you know, it always used to be like with Shuff during the week where you would say, he's like, oh yeah, I'm going to the game, but I'm not going to the game. And that'd be like Monday. <laughs> that'd be Monday, right? And then you talk to Shuff on like Tuesday, and he'd be like, "Yeah, no, I think I'm going to go, but I'm definitely not going. I'm not going." <laughs> and then like yeah, midweek, a- he'd find a ticket or something, or like a line on something, and he'd be like, "All right, we're going to the game." Like I'm you gonna- buy standing room or something. <laughs> I, I I get in. I just yeah. Get- there's always a way to get in. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. How much yeah. ever you want to spend? It was quite a few. Pretty much every home game for quite a few years, I would say. As many. <laughs> Well, so, and I, so I know Shuff from college. We went to college together up um, in the Lehigh Valley. Um, and then my wife, Abby, I met in Contrahawken. And I saw Joe, you, and well, actually, I think we found you because Abby's friends with your wife, right? Is that what it is, right? Yeah, I think um, Louie Miller, his um, yeah. wife, Paige. You mean Lou from uh, Abby's friends with Paige. <laughs> and then they went to the bachelorette party together in Dewey. And yes. they hit it off and had a good time. We had a great right. time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dewey Beach is a blast. Oh, Dewey. Yeah, I love Dewey so Beach. So great. It's really good for a bachelor or a bachelorette, too. Oh, perfect. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I love Wait, so did Lou, you go to high school with Lou? Yeah, I was going to say. I did. I went to Upper Darby with Louie. Oh, you went so to Upper Darby? Cool. I've known him since grade school, actually. We played Little League together. No, oh, that's funny. <laughs> She's like my, that's like my buddy, Drew, though. Like, in Delco, I feel like you always have that friend. That, like you've known since like third grade. Yeah, exactly. Everybody knows each other. But uh, I went to Widener. Oh, okay. okay. So what but year were you at Widener? I was 2011. So, uh, but I was up Bloomsburg all the time with Louie at the block parties and everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's that'll be a second or third time the block parties came up on this. Yes, yes, it will. Probably not the last. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty epic. That's why they keep coming up. <laughs> I, I, it seems crazy to me, though, that, like, everybody knows about them. Like, that doesn't go there. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, I go to school, like, you know, five hours from here. I just drove up for this block party thing for the weekend. Like, 
Isn't yeah, I mean, that nuts? Fucking nuts. <laughs> Shippensburg tried to duplicate it when we were there, like towards the end of my time, like my junior or senior year. And we thought it was really cool. It was like a mini block party, but people came down from Bloom, I remember, and they were like, this is like nothing. <laughs> it wasn't that exciting. <laughs> I had some good times there. I was going to say, me and Shuff have a couple pretty good wider stories. Because I had, so one of my best friends growing up, Robbie, um, you guys know because his brother's the brewer at J.J. Radigan's. Yeah. Randy. So Robbie played rugby at Widener. Um, and he graduated, he would have been 08, 08, I think, or 09. And um, I mean, I grew up in Ridley, so we grew up down the street from there. And uh, we had a couple other buddies. Yeah. I, I spent like probably the first three years of college going to Widener, like the whole uh, winter break. Because it was like a college, it would be like you at uh, like Coming College, like Abby, where like college town's like right there and like people yeah. stay in their houses and whatever. So we used to hang out there a lot. But me and Chef went back one time on this like epic adventure. Cause I was like really low on cash and uh, I had to like get home and like sell some things. And we ended up partying like at Widener for like a couple nights and got really out of here. Yeah. Bootleggers. Bootleggers. I love bootleggers. <laughs> One of the great, yeah. greatest, uh, greatest kept secrets of uh, Chester for sure. So and, were, you uh, like, uh, were you like going to games while at Widener then? I was going to ask that too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much how it got started at Widener. Yeah, Phillies. Like my buddies, because that was prime time Phillies with like the World Series run. So my buddies and I, we just like spur the moment, go down the DC, watch the Phillies play, and then like we just love the atmosphere of the road games and everything, and then just kind of took off from there. What year was that? Two thousand eight. Two thousand. So I graduated high school two thousand seven. So it was two thousand eight through eleven. So it was like prime time Phillies yeah. baseball. <laughs> right, because you got a World Series and then back to the where with the Yankees, right? Yeah, because yeah. we were in like Maniunk when the Yankees won. Because you were in college, that was your senior year, right, Abby? No, we, we're the same age. So um, it was like my junior year, I think, when the Phillies won the World Series. But you guys are the same age. Oh, yeah, right, right. That's right. So junior year. I was with Louis Page for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 that's that uh, World Series. Well, that turned that World Series turned Abby into a Phillies fan. Well, all my friends were from Philly, <laughs> and everyone was like, "We're." watching all these and we're throwing keggers and then we're all going to the parade. I didn't go to the parade. I forget why, but a lot of people did from ship. One of my first parade. The first parade. It was Halloween, right? It was Halloween. And I think there was a Sixers game that night as well. Yeah. Yeah. So like, what, what did you guys do? Um, you know, what did it, what happened? So you didn't, you didn't leave, you didn't leave college and all of a sudden just start traveling to games with people and running events. Like, so, so what happened after you graduated from Widener? Did you get a regular job or like living a whole normal life and just being a fan? Yes. So like how it really got started was before college, actually. I've been going to road games my whole life. So my dad used to take me to one Eagles road game every year in high school. He would yeah. sign me out of school and take me to an Eagles road game. <laughs> and uh, He would make sure that we would um, go to a place where we would actually get a learning experience and like a history lesson. And I'm not just okay. like getting signed out of school to go in an Eagles game. So like we saw the Eagles play in Dallas and we did the Gracie Knoll, like where JFK got shot and um, San Fran did the Alcatraz tour and the Golden Gate Bridge. And we mm. saw the Eagles play in Atlanta and did like this Centennial Park, the Olympic bombing and everything. Right. So like there was just so many Eagles fans and Phillies fans, Philly fans in the cities we traveled to that like they just revived their trip. Like it was just more than a game. It was an experience. And like they 
like every all the tours we did there were so many eagles fans and that kind of just like stuck with me and it was pretty cool yeah. and like people would go to the game but there's just more than a game as well so that stuck with me and then when i went to college like i said it was the prime time philly's time um so my buddies and i would just spur the moment go on down to dc and watch the phillies play so actually the first organized trip i was in chick-fil-a with my buddy and uh the phillies just signed roy holiday and we were like shit like this would be great idea like go down to the home opener and watch holiday play like his first game as a philly so we pulled up the schedule and we're like Oh shit, like they play in DC. They're not even opening up at home. So we're like, let's get a few friends together and uh, like head down to DC. So we spread it out to a few friends and the interest level was pretty high. So we were like, you know what? Like, how about we rent a bus and like go down to DC with everybody? So we rented a bus, filled it up like within a day with friends and family. And we were just hanging out in Delco um, and a few bars over the weekend that this, like when we filled the bus. And uh, we were just like bullshitting with the bartenders and everybody sitting at the bar. We were just like, yeah, we filled this bus up. We were going down to D.C. to watch Roy Holiday's first game as a Philly. They're like, holy shit, like I'd like to go to that too. So we're like, all right, cool. Like, So we're like, let's get another bus. And so we filled up that bus. Um, right, before, right before you came on, I was like telling these guys, I was like, yeah, I haven't really gone to that many away games. And I was like, but I've definitely gone on a bus to D.C. once or twice. Yeah, exactly. I, f- I feel like I probably must have went on one because that- I remember that. Like everybody used to be like, uh, "Oh, they got a couple buses. We're just going to tough it out and go to DC for the game." Yeah. Like, All right, cool. Meet me at whatever bar, and you go get beers. And they would always have like a you know something you could drink beers or whatever, and then go. But that's crazy that that's like really how it kind of started catching yeah. on. For you. And it wasn't even anything like professional. It was just like kind of honestly a sloppy trip. Like we were just twenty one and. The Phillies were like on fire and we just a bunch of friends and family. And uh, I just remember like loading it up. We had four buses. That was our first trip down to DC for Roy wow. Holiday's debut. Like yellow buses, and right? You just went bus, no. filled it up, got a new bus, filled it up. Yeah. But no, they weren't yellow. Bu- well, that's what we started off at. We were thinking about a yellow bus and then we ended up renting like nice motor buses. And um, like we felt pretty good about it. We're <laughs> like, this is awesome. But wow. I just remember, like, it was a hot day. And, like, we loaded up a bunch of beer, hoagie trays and pretzel trays and everything. And I think we ran out of ice. And, like, we were just drinking warm beer. And everybody just had a great time. And we just got, like, fucking hammered and had an awesome time. And everybody was just like, dude, when's the next trip? <laughs> Let's do it again. <laughs> and you didn't yeah. have to do it overnight because it was D.C. So you were there and back, right? Same day. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah That's cool. a cool way to start, though. I feel like they always say that Philly takes over D.C., too. Like every time, like when the Phillies played the uh, yeah. Nationals. Well, uh, back then, right? Like when it was like the. Big... How do you get that many tickets at these venues? Yeah, we have all these questions. That was the other thing we kept talking about. So there's always an obstacle around that. So when that was when DC they started trying to ban Philly fans. They yeah. they launch a campaign and it really was take back. Yeah, it was called Take Back oh. the Park, and it was from the the Washington Nationals owner, and they're like we're not selling any more tickets to Phillies fans. Right. Like no matter what, dude, like you need a Washington DC or a Virginia area code. Yeah. <laughs> but there's always a way to find tickets. So like we had a friend living in DC and um, we ran a trip a couple years later and it was a Sunday night ESPN baseball game. And uh, it was actually, I think it was Bryce Harper's debut for the national was in Cole oh, okay. Hamels was pitching. Uh, it was when Hamels, I think he plunked Harper and there was almost a fight 
it was great. But um, we teamed up with a local Philly blog. (laughs) We teamed up with a local Philly blog and we bought 200 tickets in right field behind Jason Worth and Harper. Yeah, we just there's always an obstacle around it. You just have to like kind of be creative with how to get the tickets. Is that like a a brunt of the time? Like, does that depend like on the trips you can do? Sometimes, if we can't get the tickets directly from the team, we'll go through. Like, we have a lot of connections with brokers that have like season like multiple season ticket packages for the teams. So we have a like a great relationship across the league with licensed brokers. So that's how we'll get a lot of our tickets depending on the market. But a lot of these teams, they just want to sell the tickets as well. Like if we're going to like a place like I was going to say Jags, like right? Tampa Bay Bucks, the Jags. Yeah. But the Bucks before they won the Super Bowl, obviously in 2018, <laughs> like they were just looking to sell tickets or the Chargers got like 300. Yeah, the Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers. But it depends on the market. <laughs> I feel like that's what I heard too. I was also saying earlier, like a lot of the California trips was like the big allure. It was like go see the Phillies in San Fran, or, or you know, and then go see the Eagles play, you know, in LA. And it was like a big deal to go, like you know, all the way over to the West to see them. And they would stay for like a week. So what do you do, like yeah, no, besides no. the game? Because I've heard two things. I've heard some of your tailgates are pretty solid. And two, I've heard there's been, like, other ones where you'll, like, sync up with, like, open bar parties the night before. You'll catch a hockey game and a, and a basketball game in the same weekend. Like, what kind of other things are, are um, you know, you guys looking to do? And how much work does it take to get all the rest of that stuff organized? So, usually, it depends on the city. But we'll have a, a big welcome party the night we get there. And we'll team up with a bar in the city and we'll do an open bar and a buffet, just kind of get everybody together, kind of meet each other and just get pumped up for the game. If there's a game, another game in the city, we'll probably offer tickets to that game. I mean, that'd be a perfect like event. But other than that, with the tailgate, we just all offer an all-inclusive tailgate with all you can drink, all you can eat, DJ and everything, four-hour long tailgate before the game, just get jazzed up with a bunch of Eagles fans or Philly fans before the game. Is it hard to like sliver out? Like I know that, you know, when we're running in Philly, like Chef's always like P-Lot or F-Lot, whatever your lot is. But when you're going like to away territory, do you guys like have to know the local map too? So you don't, because I know in Philly, you don't want to be, if you're an away guy, like you don't want to be in a certain fucking area of our parking lot during the pregame. So I feel like it's got to be the same. Do you guys like have so intel always, locally to know? Yes. Yeah, so I try to get some intel locally. If not, like I spend a lot of time on Google Maps. Um, a lot of time with the vendors we partner with, like the caterers or the liquor license caterers that serve the alcohol. They'll know the area as well. Um, for the Eagles game, for, for bigger trips, I'll probably fly out before the trip, probably a few months before, and do a site inspection. Um, just to make sure it's in a good location and everything. Just make sure. Sounds like such a shitty job to have, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy though. It's just, it's, you know, you've, you've come, you know, clearly come very far, but like it, there had to have been a lot of like learning lessons along the way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like what was one of the early trips where you were like, Holy fuck, we have too many people. (laughs) Cause I can get, I, if I know Delco, like I know I could see my, like we'd have parties and I, you know, you just like, everybody came and you're like fuck the yeah. problem. there was a lot of time like when we first started off it was mainly just delco people and like just people that hung out at the bars in telco and like i always wanted to expand it out more than delco um, yeah. so we did a flyers trip that it was saint patty's weekend to boston and it was like, I like it's always flyers fans by the way yeah. flyers fans are fucking crazy like 
but like low-key crazy, like low-key. But that was Flyers fans. That was our bread and butter for like the first few years we started the business. I mean, they were really so loyal. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, they travel when the team sucks. Like they're just loyal uh, fans. Fans are loyal, and especially Flyers. Like, well, I would think. Uh, I think yeah, definitely like a loyal bunch for sure. Well, the, I think the thing about hockey is there's a lot of games too. Like, like in football, you only have a couple options, right? Like, how many trips can you will you run in an average football season? So we like do when things were normal, eight. right? Yeah, exactly. So we'll <laughs> usually do all eight Eagles road games. Oh, if we wow, don't do okay. all eight, if we don't do all eight, it's probably we won't do DC and New York. But other than that, we're did going to Eagles road games. We did not do London. So wow. that was 2018. Um, right. That was actually the year I quit my job, my corporate job, to go full time into the business. Um, so I kind of wanted to start a off a little segue, Bear. <laughs> so I kind of wanted to start off a little slow, and uh, we didn't offer the international trip that year. I feel Hold like on, that so game I want to go back to the Flyers weekend and the St. Pat the St. Patty's Flyers weekend in Boston. Okay. So I feel like we you were onto something of, there. <laughs> no, but, well, we got a bunch of Delco people, and it was like I said, it was just mainly Delco people for the first few years we started the business. And I knew I was on to something because it was that weekend and I got him. We started to build up our social media for fans of Philly. And I got a message from this guy named Todd from Canada and he lives in Canada and he's a huge Flyers fan. And he's like, I'm going out to Boston as well. And I saw you guys are running a trip. Like, can I like hop on this trip? I don't want to sit by myself. I'm looking for a roommate and all. And I was like, damn, like this guy from Canada found us. Like, we're, we're like something. I was like, you know what? Like, you could room with my friends and I if you want. Okay? So I, I wanted to accommodate this guy as much as possible because it was like just getting started. So he ended up being like the, the man and he comes on every single Flyers trip. No lie. Every single Flyers trip from Canada. And um, I went to his bachelor party. He's coming to my wedding. And so that's oh awesome. Um, and we just made like great friends. And it was just like, wow. Was perfect. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And that's like, people from Canada are so fucking nice. Yeah. And that's what, like, when I was listening to some of the podcasts, I hopped on and listened to some of the podcasts, and I heard the, the concert buddy, and um, I was like, dude, that's fucking genius. Like, yeah. if Todd had that for, like, a sporting event, yeah. and he was like, I'm going to this game by myself, and I was like, I just I need somebody in to my head. Just yeah. before he said that, I'm like, sports buddy. <laughs> I was like, basically, this is sports ticket buddy? Like, that's yeah. what you're looking to create, and which like, I love, I love. And I heard it, and I was like, dude, that's just genius. Because, like, sometimes, like, I don't even – our packages range, like, in price. It's cheaper right. the more people you have in a room. So we offer a double occupancy, triple occupancy, like, quad. So, right. like, if you have four people in a room, the package is going to be a lot cheaper. But sometimes I don't even like offering a single occupancy package because it's just so expensive just to see a game. Yeah. So, like, if you're staying four nights, like, and a hotel's, like, $250 a night, you're talking that's $1,000 right there. And then your airfare is four hundred hours. Then your game tickets on. Like sometimes I feel uncomfortable charging that much money. I was like, sports buddy, like that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, like think up, like hey, I yeah. like I know this dude wants to go to the game. I want to go to the game. I'll oh. save half on the room if we go. Like, no, let's I mean, go. Like, I mean, you know, it's you know, people being able to connect with like-minded people. Yeah, it's the you know perfect yeah. social I mean, media app for sure. Yeah. It's like finding your your college roommate. But a sports right. roommate for the weekends and exactly, you know, I mean, 
you know, Joe, why don't you do it on a micro scale and you could set up profiles <laughs> with some of your uh, people that are interested in going, but like are all alone and yeah. maybe, you could, like, singles. maybe you could like match. Make <laughs> you could friends. call it this. The si- yeah. Like the single and mingle package where it's like <laughs> post, post something about yourself on the site and then you're looking to Ooh, go. To and they could choose a guy roommate or and now, a we're crazy. Roommate. Yeah, now we're getting out of here. <laughs> and you're a matchmaker. <laughs> now it's fans of Philly slash date. Slash dating sites. <laughs> That's what it goes to, though. That's what everybody says. Like, when I always talk about uh, the concert party before, it was like, and then what? It's just going to turn into a dating site because chicks are going to look for tickets yeah. and dudes are going to look to give chicks tickets. And, like, that's what will happen. Yeah, I mean, it's a great idea, though. Yeah, probably. Like, if somebody, if the integrity was kept, you could use it for anything. Because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that don't go and do things because they can't find somebody else that wants to go do it with them. Oh yeah, you know? and all ranges, and like, age ranges too. Like older, oh, yeah, people, right, yeah, would like to go see a concert, and they just have no one to go see. You know, the Billy Joel yeah. concert or something. I don't know, and they could have a friend. <laughs> well, that surprises me though. Still, that the Flyers games were the the biggest hit for you. Do you think it? So we were, I was looking, because I was trying to remember how, when I had heard of it before, there are, it looks like there are some other spots that do it, but it looks like mainly like Eagles games, yeah. like Green Legion. I was looking, like, is there not a lot, like, did you find a niche in the Flyers and the side, like, I see you guys do Sixers, like, I, you know, are there other people in the industry or are you guys kind of like jumping the gun on doing some of those other bigger trips? Yeah, so there's other people in the industry. Um, so I kind of realized that at first when I started it and I saw that nobody was really doing flyers travel. Um, right. So this was like, you know what, like maybe I try to take over this market. Um, so we kind of really focus on the flyers and hammer the flyers. Um, we did that for probably six years before we offered our first Eagles trip, honestly. Wow. Um, and like, we really have a really loyal flyers following. Um, like you said, there's other companies that do Eagles travel. I mean, they run a great trip. Like I respect them and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is competition, but like we started offering it, the Eagles travel, we partnered up with WIP um, in 2018. And that kind of just took us like on another level for Eagles travel. Oh, and that's definitely. really where we like launched um, all the Eagles trips and everything. And that just like I said, put us on another level. That's gotta be cool being involved cool. in the sports radio. I feel like I, there was a time in my life where I was like living and dying on sports radio, like all the time, uh, yeah. like where, like when, when, 97.5 first came out and like Mikey Miss like first started. I remember like every day, like that being the best part of the day, like driving home from like five to seven and like I mean, listening. It influenced your sayings for like at least <laughs> half a decade. Everybody was saying Google me and crazy shit like that back then. <laughs> but that's, but WIP, I feel like is the OG, right? Like they're the original. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I, I honestly try to just stay off sports talk radio. Honestly. Oh, yeah. Like, no, you have to. You have to. It's life. tough, but it's funny, though. I love when people call in. I love hearing the jargon in the comments. We used to have a dude in my office that was like um, the Dallas guy. He would like change his name all the time to like try to get on because they screened him. Anyway, it would be so funny because I'd catch him like in the corner of our office, like calling in and saying like different voices just to get on like WIP and talk with these guys. Yeah. It's like fucking nuts. Yeah, but Joe, I'm curious, like, you know, Eagles fans or Philly, like Philadelphia sports fans in general, not only travel well, but like we're spread out all over the country and make ourselves like well-known. 
Like, do they, like, do any of those fans ever come up to your tailgates and, like, try to, try to, like, participate? Yeah, no, definitely. So, that's, we try to cater to those fans as well. So, we'll offer a full package, like, from Philadelphia, a travel package with airfare and cater to the fans from Philadelphia. And then we'll do, like, a custom package where it's just the ticket and the tailgate or the tailgate only. So for fans that are making the trip or they're on their own or that live in the cities we travel to, they could still participate in everything. And um, like, I know there's a lot of Eagles bars in the cities we travel to and we try to partner up with those Eagles bars so they could kind of promote it and um, sign up their followers and everything. Is there like a network for that? Like how, is, like how do you, you just search Eagles bar in Kansas City, I guess. Pretty much, yeah, right? just Google. Um, just Google Eagles bars and it'll pop up and I just pretty much email them or reach out like through Facebook or something. I mean, there's like an Eagles, there's like a Phillies bar in like every major city. Yeah. yeah like there's one in London, right? Yeah. I'm sure there is. Yeah. I, I read this. There's a guy, there's a guy um, that used to live down the street from us. Um, we used to, I used to chat with him at the dog park and he told me this whole story about how they went to London and they were there during the Sunday that the, the game and they didn't go to the game. They went to this Eagles bar and watched it and ate fake cheesesteaks. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, they're actually pretty good. He's like, but you'd be surprised how many like people from Philadelphia were there, like, but live in London. He was yeah. like, it was yeah. insane. There and was he said they, yeah. And like they watch like Eagles fit. And it's like weird times too. Right. Sometimes. So like they'll be watching the, the Phillies like at a weird time at night or in the like, middle of the morning or something yeah. like that. They said they have probably some of the coolest memorabilia that they've ever seen on the walls of it. Yeah, I mean, an Eagles bar in London, that's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. Jeff has the most epic, I think, Eagles piece I've ever seen for that London game. Oh, yeah, my jacket. I got one of those starter jackets. Oh, uh, nice. It's <laughs> with, like, the London, Sick. like, uh, big bed. I remember you showing that off. Yeah, that, that yeah. was nice to wear after the Super Bowl win. For sure. <laughs> yeah, that just completely fell off. You should burn that jacket. <laughs> just <Yeah. like> <laughs> so yeah. what are some of yeah, like we the... Got we got one, so... Yeah. What are some of like the memorable trips you've had over the years? Yeah, I was going to say highlights. Some of your favorite places to visit. So I think the most memorable one was Vegas for the Flyers in 2018. So it was the first year the Golden Knights had a team, Las Vegas. It and just so happened. The, and it, the game was February 12th in 2018. And the Eagles just won the Super Bowl the week before. Oh, so my like, God. We, just, we didn't know this was going to line up, obviously, when I planned the trip. I think oh, we were right. planning it in like July 2017. I called the Knights to try to get tickets. And like we had probably 1,500 Flyers fans sign up for this trip to go out to wow. Vegas. And Dude, I remember just, hearing about that. And it was insane. And like fresh off an Eagles Super Bowl win, which just like oh it just like multiplied it. And we all f- we went to the parade on Thursday. We all flew out Friday morning, and we oh were just on a high the whole entire weekend. So like, if you Indeed. went to Vegas, like the whole entire time on the Las Vegas Strip, it was just Eagles chants like the whole entire time. Oh my god, I can only uh, imagine. Dude, so, I can't like, imagine just, that. I can. Like it just lined up so perfectly. And it was the same week I quit my job to go full time into the business, oh and it was just like the best like month of my life, pretty much. <laughs> wow! Um, but and then, is and everyone then, on course, the same plane too to get out there? Most, I guess, most of the fans are. Well, fifteen hundred—that's we a couple planes. <laughs> yeah, so I think we had like eight plane loads of fans fly out. <laughs> um, 
it was just insane. Like we occupied every single flight on that Friday. Um, some people actually did miss the parade on Thursday because they flew out on Thursday. Yeah, like but, before. Yeah, but it was just a crazy weekend, like fresh off the Super Bowl. And the Flyers actually the, – the Knights were actually like the best team in the league at that point. Yeah. And um, they were like – I think they lost one home game the whole entire year. And the Flyers went in there and just smoked them. And like we just had a great time. It was just insane. I um, and I remember like – I'm not a huge fan of like when Flyers fans or Phillies fans do Eagles chants at the games, like, but it was just like a perfect timing. And like this Eagles chant just echoed through the whole entire arena in Las Vegas. And it was just insane. For like two months that every away, like every time, everywhere, sports team was away, you would hear Eagles chants. Like on the team. That lasted months. Abby's just. Okay. Abby's just sulking over here because she's a Steelers <laughs> fan. <laughs> so it's she's okay. like, respect. It's okay. I like No, here. she says things to yeah. me like she goes like six, or she like she does like weird signs at me and like makes fun of me when I hold on. I want to know if the airlines, <laughs> if the airlines love or hate you guys, because I'm sure they get a lot of sales and alcohol on your trips. But I'm sure you guys are a rowdy bunch when traveling to where you're going. No, they, they do love us, honestly. There's actually a story. Uh, we went to Nashville for the Eagles game in 2018. And um, our flight, it was the night flight. Like, we had a bunch of flights throughout the day. But there was this one night flight. I think it, like, departed at 7 p.m. in Philly. And the Eagles, we occupied the whole entire flight pretty much. And the Eagles fans drank the whole entire flight dry of alcohol. I, I think. The, oh, my God. Um, I definitely read That's that awesome. news story. What the Flight attendant actually like tweeted or like put it on Instagram, and she took a selfie with like the whole entire flight, and everybody has their drinks up, and they're like, "It's going to be a long weekend in Nashville." The Eagles fans just drank her flight dry. That was your flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's funny. I remember that story. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, that was everywhere. So we actually, we actually found the flight attendant on Facebook, and I like messaged her. And I was like. Like, I'm sorry, like, this is, like, great story. Like, you want to come out to the our tailgate? And, like, we just comped our tailgate and everything. And she took a picture. And it ended up making Yahoo News. And it was just like. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, and that's how are, like, how are the teams? Like, do the Eagles, like, do these, are they, like, they love you guys? Like, I would imagine. And the, I feel like the main reason I'm asking is because I. We, I used to know some people that were in ticket sales at some of the different companies, and it was, like, a big deal. Like, are you, like, their dream? Like, do you have a rep that you talk to regularly, like, for each team? And how does it work when you're going out? Like, do the Phillies try to hook you up with, like, away game tickets, or are you calling their markets? So, usually I'm, I work directly with the away team markets. The home teams okay. don't really get involved. I'll say the Flyers really take care of us a lot. When we went to Prague um, last year, they like sent gritty up to our section and everything. And they really acknowledge us and people appreciate that. Um, I'd say the Sixers are, the Sixers are really good with it as well. Um, We'll do one big Sixers trip a year with uh, rights to Ricky Sanchez. It's a Sixers podcast. The like Sixers will buy us the whole entire section, beers and pretzels and everything. Oh, wow. Acknowledge us. Other than that, like a lot of teams don't really get involved too much. They're kind of a little standoffish. I don't know how close they want to be involved with it, but I'm mostly working with uh, the out of town markets. I know, like, when I first call up a lot of teams, they're a little hesitant to sell a bunch of tickets to Philly fans because we right. have a bad reputation. So, what I started doing was 
I'll offer like to buy group tickets to another game throughout the year and donate it back to charity to like their youth youth programs. So it uh-huh. kind of like gives Philly fans a good name and like good faith that we're not just coming in here to start trouble and everything. So it helps them out, gets another sale, and then it at the same time donates to charity as well. I love that. Yeah, that's really dope. That sounds like a chef idea. Yeah, that's really, I mean. Chef, you got to get in on one of those Sixers. Yeah, but like, you like, um, yeah, yeah, I see these pictures. You guys are on the court. You're sitting on right next to the glass. Like, is the team allowing this or are you just kind of like, I mean, the court, like I've seen Sixers players come out, like wave to you guys or like talk to you for a bit. Like, how's that all getting organized? So like the Sixers, like I said, they're really good with it. We'll contact their PR team and they'll schedule like a player to come out. We've had Joel and B come out and take a picture with us on the court and everything. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Um, and like TJ McConnell came out and um, I think it was Minnesota when we went. And then in Indianapolis we went because he got traded. But we had a lot of leverage with the teams because we're buying so much tickets, so many tickets. So like they offer group experiences to their home fans and they're like, look, I'm just like, look, we're buying so many tickets. Like, can you accommodate us to go on the court or go on the field? And usually they're pretty good with it. We've had a couple teams that were like, you could do this, but you can't wear like your opposing team's fan. Like you can't wear gear. I'm like, well, what's the point of that? Like, what are we supposed to do? Like turn yeah, it inside out. Like, like, what is this? Like, I mean, you're doing a better. I wish, I wish you had a picture though with like everybody <laughs> on the field, but like has all their stuff inside out. Like it's all yeah. I mean, you're doing better than all these teams getting like a group of right. like-minded fans together to celebrate the team. Like they, 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 they don't have that kind of you know community or customer yeah. outreach. You exactly. know, they should be like literally taking you guys, like taking care of you guys. So it's, it's nice to hear that they do. It's nice to hear that like they do recognize at least the Sixers and the Flyers, the Eagles. It's tough. I mean, they're Jeff as a former season ticket holder every year. Yeah, the Sixers. Sixers. Yeah, I had to let them go with everything going on. Which is yeah, you enjoyed it though. Oh, they I loved treated it. you well in the time. Yeah. Love that. I mean, that's what Carl was asking. Like I've been on yeah. a, a few road trips, or not even road trips. I've been to a few road games for pretty much every Philly team, except for the Flyers. I've never been in a Flyers away game, which sucks. Uh, but I'm a home guy. Like I love Philly sport home games. You know. Yeah. Let's talk. But I also love going on the road, and I and I've never thought about joining one of those trips, but it probably be a really fucking good time i feel like you would love to carry it yeah i I just i mean like you know i've been to a a way like i've been on the road because i travel a lot and like happened to be at a philly bar and like that experience like san diego i've done it there new york i've done it uh florida like in in tampa so i've been to some of these bars for like a sporting event and it's if that's great, but I can't imagine 1,500 people, like yeah, 2,000 people of like-minded. And then you get like one of these unicorns where you're getting like an epic game or like, like, oh my goodness. Yeah. It is cool to be in like the super bar. Abby, actually, I want to hear a little bit about it. Cause I feel like I've never, Abby's been to a super bowl. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Has, have either of you guys? <laughs> No, never I, been this is like I sound really spoiled. Um, You're not spoiled. <laughs> I drove to Tampa Bay with my father, but we didn't buy tickets, and we and that, we ended up driving home before the game that year. Super Bowl forty three. Yeah, no four. And then I had a chance to go to Minnesota, but I turned it down. 
to be with friends and family. Yeah, well, well, it was it was kind of surreal watching the Super Bowl this year. First of all, it was like emotional because there was like people in the stands and there was music and it like looked very normal. <laughs> and life hasn't looked that normal in a long time. But also twofold, I was at Tampa Bay was um, the location of the Super Bowl. I went to Steelers Cardinals um, oh, Super Bowl forty three. I think it was oh nine oh eight oh nine. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. One of those two years. Keep us um, honest, Jeff. Let me see. Yeah, no, like it's it was before 2010 for sure. Big, yeah. Big bear. Yeah, bear, keep talking. Healthy. Abby's well, dad is just... an absolute Steelers maniac. Like he's like he has a serious issue. Like he has Steeler golf gloves. He has Steeler shoes. Like he's colorblind, but he knows what. Like he's colorblind, but he knows what black and yellow is. Yeah. Like he's. Crazy. And I, I like got, and when yes. I moved to Philly, I remember going to a Phillies game and my brother and my dad wrote me like a letter in the mail that said I'm like written out of the will for going to a Phillies game. <laughs> I'm only allowed to like the Sixers according to them because there's no Pittsburgh equivalent. Because there's no Pittsburgh equivalent. <laughs> but I've been wanting to come on one of your trips, Joe, and it's funny because for years we've always like talked about joining Paige and Louie and I know another year they grabbed a, another couple friend of ours, um, Dre and Will, and went on the Boston hockey trip one year and I've always been like, it's kind of hard for me to like spend that money on Philly sports, but I want to go for the That's what she always says to me. It's like, <laughs> like I'll go. It'll be fun, but uh, like, yeah. <laughs> but I, you know, I've been to a couple of Eagles games because I love sports and all that too. Yeah. So it's yeah. you know over the years, but we'll we'll make it to one. I know we will. <laughs> yeah. My my most epic tailgate. So we used to do a lot of a, a bunch. I of... like that question, Chef. Let's go yeah. around the horn. Most but, epic uh, tailgate. But like. We've done a lot of tailgating. We'd always have people. We glommed onto a bigger tailgate that had a bunch of buses. and But we would get like 20, 30 people. But that one where everybody, all of Carl's friends, like who are my friends, but like, you know, they they all showed up. And Abby's friends were showing up. Lou was there. And Lou was there. Uh, I think that was the week that Lou was on the radio yeah. to be Lou from Contrahawken. <laughs> that's right yeah you guys gave him a lot of shit for that well i'm not gonna let him get away from it it's it was gonna come out sooner or later but like that's um, so fun just that small t- like we would get 50 people maybe at max like like tail you know I, is is an unbelievable thing with especially the, the numbers that you would have but that's i imagine why you won't go to new york or washington because those tailgates are non-existent or so. yeah Right. Do you guys not do those, or do you do tailgates in in the? They're a little more difficult, honestly. Like New York, it's just like the parking lots are. Well, it's in New Jersey, North Jersey, and the parking lots are just terrible. They open up late. They they're strict on tailgating. They have like an open container law and everything. Yeah. It's just like it doesn't really like. What's like like the choice place to tailgate? The rule in New York is that you have to stay within your parking space. Oh really? It's yeah. crazy, and it really doesn't really fit our group, like because we're coming right. in numbers, and like it, yeah. it doesn't really do anything for us. No. Um, tailgates, but, like the choice. Of it. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, Joe. Who, who do you think that tailgates best? Where's the best place to go? <sighs> New Orleans was like fucking nuts. Like, I, I could get down like, with that. Well, they're crazy um, people. They're crazy in New Orleans. And like, just like the whole weekend, there's live music. The food's great. The bars stay open until like 4 a.m. It's just like a street party. Um, Nashville's pretty crazy. Um, obviously, Vegas is nuts. And all the Canadian teams, like for the Flyers, we've we've gone to Toronto and Montreal, and they're even nuts as well. Oh, cool. I've been wanting to get to Montreal. I'm still say, giggling about cool the selling out the alcohol on the Nashville flight because in reality, <laughs> that Nashville flight's only like an hour and a half. 
and then and then take out take you know what do they call it take up our um why can't I even think I have it on the tarmac. Well, yeah, take out the time for landing and for takeoff. Okay. I mean, yeah. now you're in like a twenty minute flight where they can only. It was start probably off like off. it was probably like yeah. Let me get four of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, like because we wait. Like I have a group of guys that wait at the airport for the plane to arrive or flights because mm-hmm. we have airport transportation going from the airport to the hotel. Oh, wow. And then we have like a table set up in the hotel lobby where everybody checks in for their game tickets and wristbands for the weekend and whatnot. So like I saw this picture pop up from the flight attendant that posted it. It started to circulate through Philly Twitter. And it's like they drank this flight out of like alcohol. And it's like shit, like what are we like what are we gonna run into right now? Like all these Phillies fans are gonna be hammered when they show up to the airport in the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're about to receive when they land, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what's funny though? I feel like um, they do give you a pass for some of that stuff, especially like if everybody's all dressed. Like I had to fly home when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and everybody was like really nice about it. They were like, oh, "It's okay that you're hammered." Like they pointed me in the right direction. Like I woke up here in Philly when I got back, and I was like safe. Um, I feel like you get a pass sometimes if you're like traveling in sports gear, and they know you're like fucking ready to go, especially when there's like twenty five of you. So, like so for your um. For your, like, your Eagles away games, I imagine, do you guys fly out on Friday and you offer, like, what, two-night hotel packages? Or so de- how does that work? So depending on where we go, it's usually fly out Friday, come home on Monday. Yeah. Uh, okay. Unless we're going, like, West Coast, we might do a four-night right. trip where we fly out Thursday and come home on Monday. Okay. And it also good. depends on when the game is, if it's a Sunday night or a Monday night game. But, like, for Buffalo, we didn't do any flights. It was just bus packages and we it was like a six hour bus ride, which isn't too bad. We offered a three night package going out Friday and a two night package going how's, out Saturday. How's the Buffalo tailgate? <laughs> it looks pretty, crazy. It's pretty wild. You've been on all of yeah. them, right? So are you like going on every trip? Are you on every trip? Yeah, I'm on every single trip pretty much. I'm like, I just want to make sure everything's going right. I'm I'm like an anal person. I was going to say, is it fun or are you like shaking the whole time? Um, It depends. Like, we try, like my friends and I, like I get my friends to help out a lot. We have a lot of fun, obviously, on the trips. There's a lot of like temptations of going out and like right. partying until 4 a.m. But we also have to realize we're responsible for a lot of these people that spend a lot of money on the trips. Yeah. Um, so like we don't, we're responsible for their itinerary and all. Like we, like we don't want to like give right. us a bad name trips and everything i think like the only one story that i have like in 2018 when we went to vegas it was like our first major big trip and um i like pretty much hired all my friends to help out on the trip and i don't i don't know if they fully understood what they were getting themselves into um <laughs> they knew like they had to work a saturday night party in this uh we had like pierre belmar he was a former flyer he was signing autographs for us okay cool so like they like, I never really filled them in on what they had to do. Um, they worked, like, the airport the whole entire day and, like, getting people, like, checked in and whatnot. Um, but after they were done, they I think they thought they were done. So they went and, like, did a, a tour of the dispensary in Las Vegas. And, uh, right, okay. <laughs> go out there. So, so, like, they bought a bunch of edibles and, like, they took the edibles and before they went to this party on Saturday night and, like, Every every Flyers fan and Philly fan in Las Vegas found out about this party. Like that wasn't with us. Right. So, like, they were showing up to this place, and like my friends, like they, they had this guest list, and they were just looking at it. They're like, they like they were just staring at outer space. They're like, 
yeah, like you're not supposed to be in this party. They were wristbanding, wristbanding people, and like they were just like sticking it on people's hairs on their arms. And people were coming up to me. They're like, "This wristband's too tight." And like, <laughs> it's just like, dude, like next time, like do not like you just have to do not eat a bunch of edibles before you work the door at one of our. Yeah. Oh my god! I mean, that's that's kind of tough, you know, that kind of stuff happens. Though I feel like when when you got to work the kinks out. But I, the other thing too is you're you know. You want to keep the fun factor because people feel yeah. that vibe. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to be like a stiff out there. Right. Like, yeah. like, but uh, it, like these guys are just like a bunch of assholes, like running, <laughs> come, trying to make money. Like you want to interact with the fans and all. Yeah, but it's tough to work. You find it hard. Like it's tough to work. Yeah, was, yeah. Not everyone can do it because you do want to party and like be a part of it, especially in an atmosphere like that. But you can't get too out of control. And it is very easy to get too out of control in Vegas. Chef yeah. <laughs> and Abby have been to Vegas like each probably more than twenty times for like work yeah. events. I would That's work. twenty, but probably ten. I've work, been, work, yeah. work, or fun probably about twenty times or so. But yeah, it, I don't uh, think I've ever been. Well, I went once on me like by myself. I've I've made some mistakes while on on the road for work. <laughs> Uh, in Vegas, uh, not at my current, call my my current job, but at my previous <laughs> job. I do want to ask too, because you mentioned earlier, I don't want to skip it over. Did you say you guys went to Prague too for something? So we went to Prague last year for the Flyers game. They did the Flyers were in the Global Series. They opened up the year. Um, what yeah. was we had that? Like yeah, NHL. And we're gonna get because we talked about this a little while ago too. NHL yeah. needs a better way to get this shit out because they do some yeah. cool stuff, and you're like. When did that happen? Like, I forgot. They're just terrible at marketing. It's so weird. They really are. But we went out and we had, like, it was a really popular trip. We had about 200 Flyers fans go out to Prague. And that was our first international trip. And, like, if you guys haven't been to Prague, I highly recommend it. It's, like, I hear amazing things. The the food's great. The nightlife is insane. Like, it's just an awesome time. So that was probably the last big trip, kind of, I guess, before a lot shut down. Yeah, that, so that was in 2019. Um, our last trip was actually in March of, I guess it was 2020. Like it was. Oh wow! Like, we went to, we we went to New York. We went to New York in Mar- I think it was March 5th, 2020. And that was <laughs> wow! Our, it was like that was our last trip, and we actually had a huge wow. trip to plan to Nashville, um, March. I think it was 21st for the Flyers. And a week before, like, everything just, like, dropped down. And that was really, like, a tough time because we had a couple trips lined up, like, throughout the next months. And it's just, like, kind of had to, like, like, go around that and try to figure out how to refund people and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I hate to ask, but what's kind of – what's been on the agenda now? Abby was all excited. She's like, he's got the calendar loaded up for next year. Like For this year, yeah. Yeah, for this year, I mean, like, stuff's happening. So – are you running some stuff this year, like with them letting some people in on these away games? So it's kind of hard because, like, I'm I'm pretty optimistic about the fall 2021 season for the mm-hmm. Eagles. So we're like fully loaded and have all those planned out well already. Like we just need the final dates when the NFL schedule comes out in April. But right. it's kind of hard to plan anything, even at like limited capacity, because everybody has like their own comfort level of doing things, which is completely fine. Yeah. But like when I promote, when I promote something, it's kind of hard because then you get like people that are like, uh, like, dude, you're an asshole. Like you're promoting like in the middle right. of a pandemic, like right. getting all these people together and traveling. And it's just like, how much like do you really want of that? And it's like you kind of just have to sit back and wait until it actually gets like a lot better. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be tough, I would assume. I mean, even, like, I got something tonight about, because Nova was playing tonight, they're still not having any people at the stadium, and they're doing, like, virtual viewing tickets where, you know, they're selling and everybody's trying to go, and they'll have people sitting in the same room, and you can, like, be virtually at the game. But I feel like the experience you were selling was so much part of, like, everything else included. Like, it's tough to be like, hey, and I can't tell you if you can go here or not, and I don't know if that's going to be open. Yeah, it's like hard to sell anything because you're taking these people's money, and it's like you don't even know if there's going to be fans or if there's going to be a regression. Like, it's just hard to do anything. We were saying, though, Abby, I was talking to Abby earlier, some of the logos that you guys have set up for, like, each of the specific organizations, like, they're pretty fucking cool. Like, shirts, hats, all that kind of stuff. Have you guys ever done like a big merchandising run before? So actually not like for profit. We, when the pandemic first started, we ran um, a frontline workers fund and we launched, that's when we launched our oh, merchandise wow. site. So we launched the merchandise site and all the like merchandise that we sold, all the profit went into this fund and um, we're going to cover, like we took nominations for frontline workers that like had a tough time during the pandemic and everything. Um, yeah. That was like hard on their luck and everything all that um and we're going to cover their trips for like the 2021 season and oh, that's, that's pretty cool to, to get them on a vacation because like obviously like the nurses and the doctors and everything they had a hard time oh, yeah. with everything in the beginning i think we we sold like a ton of shirts and hoodies and everything like these Philly strong hoodies that i have on i don't know if you can see oh, nice. but kind of cool. yeah i have yeah, a sold- i have a gear problem and i was like their logos are pretty cool like I love the Philly fans one. Like it's a dope logo, and also the Flyers one's yeah. pretty cool too. Where where are you located though, Joe? Now, so I'm I'm living in Old City with my fiance and I, oh, Paige. Wow. So that's where pretty much I work out of as well. I'm in my office in Old City. True Philly, Philly. I feel like you got to live in Philadelphia, right? If you're going to be running a site like this, if you find <laughs> out you live somewhere else, they're like, eh, I don't know if I trust this guy. Uh, a traitor. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you coming on and hanging with us for a little bit, Joe. And we've been doing um, small business shout outs at the end of every episode, so, you know, like places we've been, you know, going to or you can rely on during the pandemic, trying to help them out, keep them alive. Um, I think who did, were you telling me, Abby, you had one or Shuff had one this week? But they already I, ha- to go I have to. one. Do you have one? I'll let Abby start and then we'll let Joe go next. Uh, do you guys know Carlino's Italian Market in Ardmore? I, well, I know because you told me you about know, it. this place. Oh my gosh, you have to go there. It's like a little Italian grocery store, but so much more. Like the products you can get there are insane. What did we have the other night, Carl? We had like a cheesesteak, a cheesesteak pretzel, yeah, cheesesteak pretzel, stromboli, and um, meatballs. Yeah, and all fresh made pasta, all fresh made margarita food. pizza, all just amazing little it's spot. Right, it's right in Ardmore off of Cricket Street by Suburban Square. It's like not far from that direction. Um, they're in the back. They've been open for like a hundred years or something. Yeah, crazy. a really cool spot. It's like the, like like one of the original like Italian markets. Like, and they've got this whole storyline of the family. And originally, it was like they were selling uh, homemade pasta to like the neighborhood, and they would they would make it on cut. You'd come and say like, "Oh, I want a pound of linguine," and the guy would make it right there in front of you. So but many good foods. Awesome place. So many good foods. They do everything well. Weird enough, uh, I got like a bag of chicken fingers from there, double breaded like like chicken fingers, and I've been dreaming about them since I ate them on Sunday. Really? Um, and I think I'm just gonna go back. Yeah, it was so weird. I'd never seen it before. Like I've been to a lot of delis. I'm like a big deli guy. Yeah. Like a deli bag. 
like full of chicken fingers. Were there fries in there? No. No No fries. No fries. No fries. (laughs) Okay. Chef, you got one for this week? I don't think I do. I haven't really been going anywhere. Uh, Uh, I would shout out. I mean, I'll shout out Deli on fourth again. You know, I just had a nice pork roll and cheese on a bagel. So for breakfast. Obviously, with chocolate milk. So my, all right, well, that's going to lead mine because my shout-out's for brunch, Conchi, but it's not for breakfast. So last week, we had brunch, Conchi, barbecue, and uh, we've been having some barbecue lately. We went, like, got some uh, place up in Ambler, Lucky Wells. They got some good barbecue. Um, there was uh, Deeks we've eaten in Maniunk and a couple spots. These ribs and this brisket sandwich that we had from um, brunch in Conchi was, like, it was literally like falling off the bone. It was so good. Their barbecue sauce was homemade. It was unbelievable. Um, if you get a chance, they only do like a limited menu, right? Barely. Yeah, like how Fridays long? and Saturdays. Fridays and Saturdays. Try to catch it. Um, but like I li- like I would pick up the rib and it would just slide like off into the ground. And then you touch it with the fork and it's just shredding. It was so yeah. good. The fries oh, were good. And everything was amazing. But all right, Joey, let's, let's, nice. let's hear your... Uh, Small business. So you said out. you were uh, you were uh, lucky. Well, they actually just opened one up in Center City as well. Oh um, wow! Yeah, we tried out a couple months ago, and they have great barbecue. Um, but other than that, I would say uh, my fiance works at a restaurant, La Katrina Media. They're a Mexican spot, like an upscale Mexican spot, yeah. um, and they just have great Mexican food and like the te- like tequila and all and margaritas. It's just a great spot to go. Um, anywhere on State Street and media, I would say, like off the yeah. rail. The I love the media drop in. I'm a big media yeah. fan. Oh, yeah. Love 320 Market uh, um, is incredible. We love their all their fucking shit. And I used to play guitar in media um, across the street from where the Locanianzo is now. There used to be like a coffee shop over that way. Um, okay. And we used to hang out there all the time. State Street's like the best, I would say, Cumulative street of bars in Delco to me. Yeah, and restaurants. Like, yeah, and restaurants. Like, food and media. You know, Ridley's is not. Yeah. The media food's good. Like, like Upper Darby has where Pika's is, right? There's like that run there. there. There's a couple bars and spots on. And then Ridley's got McDay Boulevard. In like Lansdale, they have that one spot. But there's like, I, I can't think of any other towns that have like that main street, like drive where there's like all that action on there like media yeah and it's everything everything's there i've been wanting to go to a nice bar in media so i think that's where i'll have to go yeah definitely (laughs) there you go i'm gonna have to go there soon for sure thanks so much for coming on i was stoked to have you as our guest and say hi to Paige for me too oh yeah for sure and you guys when's your wedding september so it was actually supposed to be next week and we had to postpone it um wow to september and we're just kind of holding, holding out hope that things get better by then in the city. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just pretty shit with everything. Yeah. I kind of hope, I kind of hope when the summer flips, it's like things will get a little bit back to normal yeah, now. I mean, the trends, it seems like the, the, we're going in the right direction. Cases are dropping, vaccines are right. going up. So we'll see. Yeah, no, this is, it was fun to reminisce, man, for sure. Definitely. Chef, yeah, no, Chef, I, Chef is, a, the, he's my most diehard friend that I have. Like when we were in college, like Chef would cry when the Eagles would lose. So <laughs> he's the guy that I feel he kept. He kept my flame. Not that it was going to die, but like he kept my sports flame like alive all the way through. 
because we yeah. lived in a weird area. I feel like not everybody was like that. But you and yeah, Dennis. We'll you guys on a trip. Maybe we could do like oh a live podcast. Oh, my God. Oh, I would trip. love that. Yeah. That's like, that's the next story. I want, I want to go on the road with it and definitely go out and like do these live because I listen to a lot of them live. And it's like so cool if you're at the event or like doing the yeah. thing and it's like happening. You can interact with people. Yeah. You know, it, well, I feel like, you know, it'll be a lot of fun. And Chef, I feel like with your adventure, we should try to sync you up one time. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, traveling a little bit, a little bit uh, here soon. So maybe I'll have to your, uh, upcoming schedule and see maybe if my, uh, my uh, location connect. We'll see. Definitely. Dallas yeah. game might be nice, Chef. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I want to go to Dallas. <laughs> yeah, what's the vibe in Dallas? Uh, there's a lot of places I'd rather go before I go there. That's one I wanted to talk about, too, and we didn't come up and – Let's just get it out in the open. Like, what is, have you been? And what is the vibe in like AT&T Stadium? Is it Honestly, like, it's pretty underrated of a trip. Like, Dallas fans aren't that bad. I honestly think that, like, the mm. Dallas fans are in Philly or would, like, give them the bad name. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, people from Texas, they're just, like, nice people. And we've always had a great time with them. They just huh. like to go to the game and party. And, like, they don't really give you shit. Um, I think it's just like the, the Dallas fans that go to Eagles games in Philly that are just like assholes. They're the worst. Yeah. Is the stadium as like crazy as it looks on TV? Like how yeah. big it actually is? It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's Do you think that's got to be the biggest screen in the league, right? Uh, it definitely for now. Is, yeah. For now. Is it no? Oh, for now. For now, until somebody beats them. My only issue is, is like I can't imagine going to Dallas and then it, sitting through a loss. And like having to deal with the fans being all happy in Dallas all around me. Yeah. I don't want to experience that. That's, a, that's the toughest part of every trip that like it's the one thing I get like so upset about and like I can't control because it affects the mood of the people on the trip. Right. Like if they win, people want to go out and party and like have a great time. If they lose, everybody's in a bad mood. <laughs> like it's like shit, yeah. like I can't control that though. That's, that's, that's gotta be tough. Each factor, monkey on the shoulder, like nothing you can do about it, and it literally can, like controls how the trip ends up. That's wild. It really does. Yeah, that's stressful. <laughs> I like I was, I was gonna say that makes it extra stressful. You throw, you start gambling on there as well, just to you know why why not? I, mean, I was thinking that also. And then it's like, uh, we made it to the end of another episode of the Be Easy Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this session as much as we did. And if you did, please make sure to share it with your friends so we can get the Be Easy message out to the world. If you're on Instagram or Facebook, check us out there. And as always, please leave us a review. If you're interested in joining the show, shoot us a DM or email us at beeasypod at gmail.com. Until we meet again, let the good vibes flow and be easy.